Hello, it's me, Justin. Welcome to session zero of our Monster of the Week series, Shutter Creek. You're in for a real treat, straight up. I just wanted to let you know that Shutter Creek episode one will premiere live on our Twitch on April 20th at 7 p.m. EST. So come hang out with us there or catch it later on the same podcast platform you're listening to this on right now. Or both, you know, do what you want. All right. Enjoy session zero of Shutter Creek. Oh, we're live. Hello, uh, and welcome to Shutter Creek session negative one. <laughs> we discussed. Uh, we're going to be building up our Monster of the Week session led by. Matt Higdon as the keeper. We've got the keeper. The key. I don't have any of my effects. The keeper. Echo. Uh, we've got Sinead. We've got Patrick. We've got Josh. We've got me. I'm here too. Very stoked. Very excited. Uh, I don't think this is going to go out after the main kind of episodes of Shutter Creek. So I guess we'll save our main announcements for when we do those episodes and whatnot. So uh, right now, this is going to be early access, though, for our supporters and stuff. So, hey, thanks. Thanks for supporting what we do. Uh, we we do stuff like pay artists, which is a really good feeling when you pay someone for cool stuff. <laughs> Feels good. <laughs> Feels very good. Uh, yeah, I don't think we really have much to say other than that. So, Hickton, when you're you're ready, you can kick off this uh, session zero, I guess. It's uh, negative one, I guess. All right, everyone. Welcome to session negative one of Monster of the Week. This is a TTRPG that goes on a 2D6 system written by uh, good boy Michael Sands and, uh, yeah, Evil Hat Productions and powered by the Apocalypse Gaming. So they have a couple of games that we have already played. Powered by the Apocalypse, did they not do Savage Worlds or am I misremembering that? No, that's Pinnacle Entertainment, I think. Pinnacle, silly goose. (laughs) They're all good guys. We share the love equally. Oh, it's Rooney. Hi, Rooney. Uh, so Shutter Creek is welcome to Shutter Creek is uh, going to be using the Monster of the Week uh, gaming system and how the sessions work. This is a heavily role play um, specific game. Uh, not a lot of dice rolling gonna happen uh, because the more I ask you to roll your dice, the better chance you have to fail and you will level up faster and I won't be able to kill you. So, (laughs) get ready to talk and do a little less rolling. Uh, One thing that happens here is uh, whenever you decide that you want to do something, you need to describe what it is so that I can say what the role is going to be. And then based on what the role is, we have a six or less being a failure, complete failure, a seven to nine being a moderate success. So, you know, you want to flick a switch or you want to pick a lock. Um, you know, uh, you you get it picked, but the, the pick breaks. And then a 10 or above is a complete success. So you manage to do it uh, very swiftly and adeptly uh, with no issues arising. Every time you fail in your dice roll, 
you will gain a experience point, and I don't know the exact number, but every so many, it is every time. Yeah, so every time you get an experience, whenever you roll a total of six or less, or when a move tells you to mark experience, that is when that happens. And everybody has their own individual character sheets or uh, playbooks, which will give you what improvements you can do. Everybody has luck. I do want to point that out. Remember your luck. These luck do not change. You have a finite amount of luck, and you need to say out loud when you want to use it, and I need to document it, because when you use all of your luck, the fates will come knocking. I will begin targeting you. <laughs> I would like to use yeah. all seven luck right now. You would. Beautiful. It would be Patrick that's like, I'm going to use all <laughs> of this right away. Oh, be prepared for me to be the first person to use all of them. Luck points allow you to bend the fate, and when all of your luck has run out, the fate comes comes to knocking. Can I use all of my luck to negate Patrick's luck? <laughs> yes. Perfect. I'll allow it. It makes Great. it more fun for me. We're going to have two characters that die. It makes it less fun for me, but also more fun <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, the way that it goes, everybody came to the table having picked their playbook. Uh, so we know what character classes effectively that everybody is going to be. And um, once we get into it, uh, the character uh, descriptions and the building the world around the characters will kind of happen. Uh, a little different from D&D, how uh, the DM will kind of push a story and a narrative. Uh, this is very collaborative, so it is up to all of us together to kind of write this story as it goes. Um, it It's very uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Supernatural, kind of these episodic things where there are overarching themes and then smaller underlying things going on but effectively this is a horror-esque murder mystery type situation and without further ado we are going to dive into Shutter Creek A deep red Chevy Bel Air rolls down the road its clean sweeping lines, long hood and distinctively predatory grill shimmer against the short bursts of sunlight through the heavy cloud cover. The car blows past a pristine road sign reading, Welcome to Shutter Creek, population 1962. In this remote North American town, the populations remained stable for as long as anyone can remember. But this strange stability belies a darker truth that lurks beneath the surface. Whenever new life enters a town, a resident must depart from this earthly realm, as if some unseen force is balancing the scale of life and death. It's a mystery that the townsfolk are loath to speak of for fear of attracting the attention of something that should remain hidden. Yet despite their silence, there are whispers that speak of something far more sinister, of strange happenings and eerie occurrences that suggest that the unnatural balance of Shutter Creek is not the result of mere coincidence. The forests that surround the town seem to hold secrets that are best left untouched, and a palpable sense of unease lingers in the air, as if the very fabric of reality is fraying at the edges. As the years have passed, a sense of foreboding has settled over the town, and some whisper that the true nature of their plight may be something far more insidious than anyone could have imagined. 
a darkness that threats to consume them all, and a fate that may be impossible to escape. So you guys are in this red Bel Air as you pull up to a tavern, pub, bar type situation, which just happens to be right next to a church where there seems to be a funeral happening at this exact moment. There are four caskets being wheeled out of the church as you guys pull up next to the bar, park your vehicle, and exit. If you guys would like to describe what your characters look like as they step out of this 1950s classic Chevy vehicle in your 1950s garb <laughs> on the screen. Let's just start with Justin. It's me. You're next to me. Do we want to say what we're our, our archetype as well, or? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say what your uh, what what playbook you will be playing with, and yeah, you can give us name and just a quick description of what your character looks like. My name, I I will decide my name. I'll go through the list in a minute, what I've got, and then I'll think about it as we go. Uh, I'm playing the Searcher, which is kind of like the Fox Mulder (laughs) vibe. 1950s Fox Mulder. And fitting that vibe, I think, I think he's dressed in like uh, an overcoat and like the fedora investigator hat thing that's like pulled down and like five o'clock shadow vibe going on. Very like uh maybe looks a bit harried or like I haven't slept in uh in a few days. Uh then I'm just gonna list all of the names and some of these are two first names, so there's no real order, but I've got Valentine, Azimuth, Lynn, Linwood, Drogue, Ulysses, uh Windman, Wyatt, August, Ward, Edgar, Warren, Enoch, West. And I think Enoch is what I'm leaning towards. I like Enoch as a name. I just maybe Enoch West is a is a sick name. I it, liked Linwood as well. Yeah, Linwood was. I I, good. I liked Valentine Linwood. <laughs> I, I was Lin- say I like Valentine too. But Lin- Linwood Valentine's a good Enoch Valentine. No, uh, Valentine's pretty cool though. You could be Val. Val. Oh yeah, it could be Valentine. Vincent Valentine. No, never mind. That's a different game. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a robot by chance? Yeah, it's not a copyright issue at all. Uh, okay, Valentine Linwood. It's your character, man. Edgar Warren Valentine says Rudy. Uh, Seventeen names. The Edgar Winter Group is my name. Uh, yeah, I think just like little, like really deprived of sleep, dread kind of like wearing some like uh like a nice suit like a a standard work suit uh but it's all like fitting a little bit loose and not all the buttons are buttoned up and the ties a little bit undone probably has glasses let's go with it he has like a thick pair of like round glasses on uh as well and uh yeah that's valentine last name (laughs) (laughs) roughly how old is this chap oh uh i think Probably, maybe mid third, maybe mid late thirties. Cool. He's seen shit. He's been around. E W Valentine's good. Yeah, Rooney, I like that. E W Valentine. That's a good name. Ew, Valentine. Ew, Valentine. <laughs> I like that. I have updated my notes to E W Valentine. <laughs> I like E W Valentine. Sick. 
All right, Josh, uh, on the rotation of my screen, you are next. Oh, okay. So you see a taller man step out of the car in stark contrast to <laughs> E.W. Valentine. He's wearing a like a pitch black suit with a black shirt and a black tie that is immaculately done up. Like there's no, like it was pressed beforehand. All the lines are perfect. He's got on a black bowler cap with a white ring around it. Um, his hair is greased back in the 1950s style, perfectly clean shaven. But he does have like it. The one thing to note about him is that his eyes are very bright. They almost seem to glow when you make eye contact with them or when they catch the light just right. And he looks to be, he almost looks ageless. But if you had to guess, you'd say mid 20s would be about how old he is. Keeps telling everybody his name is Raphael, and he does not have a last name. And the playbook I will be using is The Divine. I love it. All right, Patrick. Okay. Uh, so my character's name is, uh, let's see here, let me go through my list Felix. Ooh, Felix is a good name. <laughs> I like it. He steps out of the car and immediately. Uh, uh, Class shot a uh, cigarette container, takes out a um, uh, Zippo, lights a cigarette. He's uh, he's wearing a suit just like uh, the other two fine fellows here, but he's very, very disheveled looking. Uh, in stark contrast to Raf, he's not. His suit was probably never pressed since the day he bought it. It was probably second hand. looking a little rough around the edges, frayed. Uh, we'll see a little thread sticking out here and there. He's wearing um, sunglasses, like the kind of like Bayfair style sunglasses, and has on the the fedora tipped to one side and kind of downwards towards his face a little bit. Uh, very, very thin and gaunt looking, and he's um, he's one of those people you look at him and you're like, he's probably in his thirties. It's like that weird age where you're like, he's he's either late twenties or in his thirties. He might be forty. Like one of those people who's like, like, oh, you're 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 forty, but like you're doing pretty good. One but, of those yeah. babies when you look at it and be like, I'd also believe it if they were an eighty year old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just lighting up a cigarette. Gets out. That's uh, that's him. He's uh, the hex is the playbook I'm going with. All right, and last but not least, Sinead. Hello. Following all these relatively well dressed men, a young we'll say like early 20s uh, woman gets out of the car dressed in a, not a like shabby, but clearly a worker's maid uniform. Um, Maybe like looks like she works for a nice household, but clearly a servant. And she has her hair done up like properly. And she looks very well to do in as much as uh, your working class girl could This is Hannah Mills, known as The Cleaner, and I am playing The Crooked. Was that Hannah or Anna? Hannah. Hannah. Shout out to Fantasy Name Generator. Hey. Because they had a mobster name (laughs) generator. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's wicked. I can also tell, I'm pretty sure, that Justin used uh, Fantasy Name Generator because some of the names he said were I on didn't. my list. <laughs> oh, wow. Ward was one of the names I was looking at. Yeah, I used Don John, and, and oh, yeah. I used their um, 
Actually, no, I used two different things. I used Donjon and I used their like Cthulhu Mythos name generator thing, the weird, the weird one or whatever. And then I also looked up nautical terms. So a lot of these are just nautical terms. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and the cleaner. Yeah. Who was driving? That was my <laughs> next. That was my next question. <laughs> Based on based on descriptions and everything, and what vehicle that I said you guys were driving, I would imagine that Raph was the one driving. I was going to say I, I get a car as a part of my items, but it doesn't have to be this car. And there you go, EW Valentine was driving. (laughs) (laughs) It says car or motorcycle. Does you know? Based off of your description, I don't know that you'd ride a motorcycle. Yeah, probably not. It's too cool. Your big thick round glasses <laughs> and your long overcoat. I mean, that is a that's a tangle hazard right Any there. Little wipers yeah. on them or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although a big giant fucking helmet. They don't wear helmets back in the fifties. No, it's yeah, no. absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Safety. Fuck that. Truly. <laughs> safety. Fuck safety. All right. You guys are aware. Um, of this uh this place and how uh this this sign that you read on the way in saying there are 1962 residents uh has been the same since the early 1800s the sign has been updated as the times go on uh but it is always the exact same thing the only thing added was the welcome to piece so yeah you guys just by in in the in the sense of this game this this session here you are all aware of of this place being uh that there's this folklore that goes on about how there is a balance that needs to be struck in this place and it piqued your curiosity so you decided to take a trip to visit this shutter creek as you guys don't live that far away it just was never really on your list, but you decided this weekend you're going to take a drive in. And the second that you arrive, the four of you, you pull up next to a funeral with four caskets being rolled out. Did we move here? That's got to be coincidence, right? <sighs> you're just standing in the street. I need a drink. People are kind of <laughs> looking your way. A new vehicle. Your vehicle definitely stands out in stark contrast to uh, the other trucks and rather run-down vehicles that are kind of floating in and out and around the streets. I'm going to give a shitty wave to someone who's looking at me and then turn towards the bar. Your, you give a wave towards somebody, uh, their eyes meet yours, and immediately four or five other heads just kind of like look your way, just kind of eyeing you up. Just look. I just look at them each in the face and just, just turn around and go towards the bar. I'm gonna look at Raph. Like, I don't. I don't think it's a coincidence that we got here and there's four caskets being rolled out. That seems strange. You're right. Well, I mean, if it's not coincidence and it's divine providence, and that just seems unlikely. Well, I don't know if it's divine. I think that's a stretch. Divine providence. <laughs> Come on. What? Hey that? man, it's gotta be one or the other, right? It's gotta be one or it the other. It either all fits in the plan or there is no plan. Oof. Okay. <laughs> or there's a bad plan. There could be a bad plan. Yeah, then it fits in the plan though. Let's go get a drink. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so this is a uh 
very classic small town, downtown, main street kind of situation. You know, very square, flat-fronted buildings, uh, two-story, and a sign that would not be surprising if it just said saloon. It just says beer and burgers, and that is the where you pulled up next to. So you enter in through beer and burgers front door, and there are a dozen tables, small four tops, and there's a large bar along the back, a set of stairs off to the right that uh, go upstairs to a balcony that is kind of over the top of the bar, looks down over, and it's probably only about four or five people here. And in classic old school bartender fashion, there's a guy up there polishing a glass beer mug. I'm going to uh, haul up to haul up a stool at the bar and uh, grab an ashtray, put it in front of me, light another cigarette off the one I'm just finishing, put it out, put out the other one in the ashtray, look at the barman and say, "So who died?" Yep, that was only uh, was last night. Uh, they uh, they passed away. It's uh, a pretty quick turnover around these parts with the uh, funerals and everything. Uh, Lucrative business. For, uh, they they are the wealthiest in the city, and uh, you know it's the brother of the mayor who uh, runs the business. But uh, you know, but either way, it was uh, Nathan and Olivia Murphy, uh, elderly couple. Uh, both of them passed away in their uh, sleep. Uh, one of their uh, aides over at the uh, retirement home there found them uh, just before uh, they were going around to shut off the lights. And uh, yeah, Victoria and Matthew White, uh, unfortunately, passed away. Uh, brother and sister. Uh, also older, but uh, two single folk. Uh, never married, but uh Yeah. Sorry, who did he just say were the wealthiest people in town? The the people who run the funeral home. Funeral, funeral home directors, yeah. <laughs> brother of the mayor, you said? The brother of the mayor, yes. I'm there with a, uh, a flip over notepad and a pen. Brother of the mayor, you said. Interesting. Making notes. Got a smoke. By any chance? We got uh, smokes for sale here. I hand him my uh, cigarette case. It clips open as I <laughs> pass it to him. Thanks, Felix. I had to look up your name. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Felix. Thanks, <laughs> Felix. I was scrolling. I was like, ah, Felix. <laughs> uh, I take I take it away and uh, snap it shut. Hold out the Zippo over to him and light it. <coughs> I don't actually smoke. <laughs> You say it's good for your lungs. Yeah, I, that's that's why I got to start. I got to start in on it. <laughs> yeah, see, you wouldn't be coughing if uh, if you were smoking them more regularly. Yeah. Opens up your earways. Got to got to up my numbers. <laughs> yeah, those are those are rookie numbers. So, uh, can I get you guys a drink? Anything to eat? Yeah, I'll take a take a burger and a beer. Seems yeah. To be a, Beer and burgers is our specialty. All the whiskey, all the whiskey as well. Uh, top, middle, or lower? Top, always top. I love it. Lower. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom shelf, whatever the floor shelf is. <laughs> you mean the pig swill off the bottom? 
He pulls a bottle off the, the top shelf, uh, pops it open, pours you up a, a healthy pour, two or three fingers. You, of course, get your bottom. And no question asked, when you order beer and burger, uh, it's just pretty much the same thing right across. You're getting classic cores poured off the tap. Big glass mug slid across to you. Hannah, you ordered a beer as well? Yes. All right. Hand it across. Burgers take about 10 minutes. He goes back into the kitchen to start up the burgers. You can still see him. There's a big wide window uh, just above the, the liquor shelves. And you can see him in the kitchen there. There's somebody else in running around doing their thing. And people just playing pool, drinking, talking. What should we check out first in town then? Now, you guys did come here because you were curious about the this this folklore of of the 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 town of Shutter Creek and its mysterious balancing system. Can I just have a glance around the bar to see if I can find like a local paper? Uh, yep. On your way in, you would have uh, seen just outside again. the The streets are very well uh, maintained. Uh, and the sidewalks are cobbled. Um, it, it is a very well, well taken care of main street. And uh, there are like those classic newsstand type things where you pull it down, pull the paper out, and it pops back up. Uh, you would have walked past that on your way in. So they are available just outside the door. All right, I'm just gonna swing out and grab one. Yeah, it's it's. Like, I'll grab. Um, like when I open it up, I'm gonna pay for one and grab four. And it's then, like classic. Yeah, you're gonna try and sell them. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I'm just gonna give everybody one. Uh, no, they're they're actually they're they're not for sale. Like it's literally just like that's where they were kind of kept. They're free, and it is quite oh, literally okay. just like one single sheet that has been folded into a quarter to make it look like it's more. Oh. <laughs> it is not that big. There's only about there's less than two thousand people here, and they don't have a whole lot of news. On the front page, there is, um, you know, uh, weirdly enough, usually obituaries are closer towards the back, but uh, this is, you, you look at the main page and, you know, there's a big uh, uh, thing about uh, the, the Harvest Festival uh, on the front page, and then when you kind of flip it down uh, before you can actually open it up, uh, obituaries are, like, on the front page, just not, like, the main article. Is there any announcements of, um, like, new births as well? Not on this one. Can I approach the people playing pool and just be like, I got winner? Uh, yeah. And start up a conversation with these guys? Yep. Uh, you absolutely can. It's a guy and a girl uh, that are playing pool. And uh, the girl says, yeah, I'll be, I'll, I'll be playing you now in a couple of minutes. And the guy just kind of brushes her off. They continue to play. And within a minute or two, she cleans the table and... He is re-racking for you guys. All right. And I go, well, you know, kind of new to town here. Just trying to get our feel. Is this, you guys normally have funerals fairly often or what's going on here? Why? You know, seems like a, I don't know. I don't even know how I'm trying to say this, but trying to suss out how, like, when was the last time somebody new came into town? She is looking very, give me a... Where are my rolls? I'm going to get the first roll of the game going here now. Roll initiative. Would this roll be like manip manipulate initiative. someone? Investigate a mystery, actually. 
Oh, sharp. But I'm not good at sharp. So you're going to roll plus sharp. Ugh. All right. First roll of the game, I'll break out the big ones. Got to break out the big ones. So while you're rolling, I will give a quick rundown uh, of... (laughs) I'll give a quick rundown to everybody what the basic moves are. So in this, guys, in this system, there are basic moves that everybody can make. There are only a handful of modifiers that everybody has on their character sheet. There are charm, cool, sharp, tough, and weird. So anybody who is dealing with, like, occult stuff, magic stuff, like, they will be higher in the weird. Um, anybody who's able to silver-tongued and can talk people up and kind of get things out of you, uh, those are the ones that are going to have, you know, a higher cool score. Um, so yeah, we have basic moves, act under pressure, help out. We have investigate a mystery, which is what Raph is doing there now. We have kick some ass. So anytime a battle is happening or somebody wants to get physical or potentially cause harm in any way, they are going to roll to kick some ass. There is manipulate someone, protect someone, read a bad situation, and use magic. So those are our basic moves. And that is what, whenever anybody wants to do something, I will decide which of the things I just listed I will get them to roll for. And that's where the 2d6 are going to come into play. That's where you want successes to varying degrees. So, roll plus sharp. What'd we get? I got a smooth seven. Ooh, ooh. So, barely so a she success. Is, <laughs> yeah. She is cautious. So, a seven, uh, seven to nine is a, uh, it's a success, but it is modified by something. So, it is not. I'm not going to give him every bit of information that I had in my head. So uh, this this girl uh, just kind of like uh, looks you up and down and you get a sense from her that she's in this burgers and beer spot playing pool. This is her normal thing. You would think that she would be very comfortable here in her hometown doing something that you would be doing every day. She seems a little more nervous seeing you guys here her eyes are shifting around to you and your compatriots but she's forthright in telling you that yeah i mean we had four people pass away last night uh but you know what that's that's the cost of i mean the 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 collinses they just uh they just had uh, quadruplets. I mean, who could have suspected it? I mean, what do you know? That's just how it is around here, I guess. Uh, you y- you want a break? Absolutely. We uh, putting some money down on the table or just friendly game? <laughs> Listen, I got a buck. Yeah, I'll put a buck down. Which in 1950 <laughs> is pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll break and that's then I'll just focus on not losing this game of pool. All right. Um, but then, yeah, then after the game, I would head back to the group and be like, all right, we didn't kill those four people. There was quadruplets born very recently. Ooh, interesting. Four of us show up, four people die, four people are born. Awfully strange. Yeah, no, no, no. Did you not hear? No, no, those, those four people were replaced by the four people being born. But now we're four extra people. We're just visiting. We're not staying. Who yeah, are we going to kill? Yeah. You guys didn't look at real estate? 
<laughs> you didn't pull up your MLS listings? What? You think I can afford to buy an actual piece of land? I don't know. How, how can much. you not? It's 1950. Yeah, land is cheap as hell. Do you see this maid's outfit? That was a choice to wear that. <laughs> <laughs> You're an accountant. You chose to wear that. Actually, can I... Is there only those two people in the bar, or are there, like, more people around? No, there's half a dozen people. Okay. Uh, those two were playing uh, Just to get a sense of the, like, of the, the town and the neighborhood, can I look around and see how, like, careful people are being with their valuables? <laughs> like, is this a nice, a nice neighborhood, or is this where people are a little careful? It's going to be roll plus sharp. Okay. Do I, wait, do I roll both? Right? Yep, okay. you roll 2d6 plus your sharp modifier. Seven. Seven. So of the six people that are in here, not including the bartender, so there's seven people in total, mm-hmm. not including you guys. Um, and there are these two, this two young couple, and there is uh, two elderly gentlemen sat by themselves, and then two people you would uh, estimate to be in their um, mid-40s ish uh and the ones in their mid 40s um they just they look more the 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 two elderly people look almost very calm and undisturbed by anything uh looking at you guys they aren't really paying attention but the two guys in their uh mid 40s are uh a little more cautious uh just kind of like eyes shifting over to you guys and then back to each other as they're talking. It's almost like they're like, all right, you look. One, two, three. Me look. Two, three. You look. <laughs> right? They just keep, like, checking you guys out. They are a little and more Are cautious. we all looking at the tree right now? <laughs> oh, shit. We're both looking. Damn it. Don't make it obvious. We're staring. But yeah, it's not uh, like, you know, any, any women are in here kind of clutching their purses and no, it's not like that. They just, it's there's uh, an uneasy tension in the four other people in the bar that are not the two elderly gentlemen who just don't give a fart by the looks of it. Did we get our food? <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, your food came out. <laughs> Great. Your food came I apologize. Your food came out uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, while uh, Raf was playing pool with these people. Uh, you guys are munching down whilst he is uh, finishing playing. While, uh, while Raf was playing pool, I uh, I have a bag of scientific measuring tools, so I've been like going through. I, like I haul out this big fucking like car battery size thing with like a little attachment on it, and it's got a little like well not a little, it's got a huge fucking like headphone set that I wear, and I'm like pointing it around, and then Beautiful. I like sh- I shake my head and then take that off and put it away, and then pick up like another thing that also has a headphones and start like pointing this thing around and like shake my head. I'm like no no okay. I look at uh, one of the. Uh, I, I just look at whoever's at the table and be like, "All right, I, I, I don't think there's, I don't think there's any radiation around. That's good news. And I'm not the, There's this uh, electric field around all of us, uh, and, uh, and ghosts interact with it. I'm not picking up any ghosts. I haven't decided on my voice yet. <laughs> I can't remember what I did. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Okay, actually, yeah, in the interest of checking out the town, can I find, like, a bathroom or, like, a back room or somewhere I can duck out of prying eyes? 
Indeed. All right. Then I'm going to get somewhere that people like won't see me. Ideally, a bathroom that I can lock and use one of my one of my things, which is I have an artifact okay. that I stole, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and I can summon um, a weak demon. Um, so I have an imp stone. It says a weak demon is bound to serve the holder. The imp must be summoned with the use magic move. Perfect. So roll plus weird. Okay. That's an eight. An eight. All right. Uh, that is a success. But how much? Let's find out. E.W. Valentine's going to lose his mind if he sees this. (laughs) 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 What the fuck? (laughs) What is this called? I'm looking at the crooked now. I get moves. Uh, It's the top move. Artifact. Artifact. Okay. Yeah. And it's the last magical item that's listed. So there's not a lot of details on it, but. No. All right. So because it's what I know, um, you do have a weak demon. He is basically going to be... He was successfully summoned. Okay. And he kind of pulls up next to you and he's like, uh, all right, hey boss, I know normally uh, I'm a little bit more uh, present, but uh, something must have happened. Uh, I, I'm over here. I don't know if you could see me, but uh, my, my, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm invisible. I'm, you, you can't... I mean, honestly, uh, that's ideal. All right. Uh, so, yeah, effectively, uh, um, he pulling out of the old classic, you know, D&D uh, imp uh, has the ability to uh, go invisible. But this one was summoned uh, successfully. But the drawback is uh, he is uh, permanently uh, invisible and cannot interact with anything. That's not a drawback at all, because uh, I turn to him and I go, all right, look, we got to we got to get a feel for this town. Can you just like scoot out, maybe like he's dropping the funeral a bit, see if you can suss out if there's any like weird shit going on. Or, I mean, if you can spot any houses that look like they're ripe for the the cleaning, then um, you let me know. All right. Um, as he uh, is like, all right, sounds good. And as uh, you assume he has vacated the area and you realize uh, he has indeed left the area when the obnoxious smell of um, just sulfur is kind of dissipated. So uh, there is a smell that follows him. Um, so It's appropriate that it happened is, in the bathroom. He is gone. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the reasons why she couldn't really pick up on it right away. <laughs> All right. And, uh, all right. Are we going to refer to EW as EW or Val? I I think he tells everyone Valentine. Okay. Valentine. Yeah. While you are wearing this, um, helmeted contraption, one of the old guys looks over towards you, uh, and he says, uh, kind of contraption you got going on there, kid. Well, this, uh, the, the, this right here is a... Uh, oh, damn it, I'm taking your accent. No! <laughs> <laughs> what 
am I doing? <laughs> you a mimic? We had a mime here before. Yeah, it's either mimic. that or fucking Grimir, and that's all that's living in my brain right now. <laughs> uh, this 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 here is a uh, an electronics PR three A GM survey meter. I got a radio. You want to come over and talk to me about it? Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know what you're looking for around here. You're not going to find anything with your fun, fancy gun or anything. I mean, this town is pretty basic. I mean, people I'm, come, we go. That's how it is. Me and Ed are fine with it, though. Are you, are you, are you saying you're going to die soon? Well, are you guys sticking around? <laughs> Are we sticking around? No, oh, I like there too. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna stick around. Well, maybe I'll be fine. Uh, wait, if we leave, do you die? Guess I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's the way of the world, isn't it? We just have a little more of a definite number on uh, when ours is being called. Is it broadcast? Wait, you said the radio. Is it being broadcast from the radio? Oh, no, I'm just saying I don't know much about contraptions. I got a radio. That impressed my wife. Oh. I don't have anything like you got over there. Oh. No, it's not a radio. Uh, who tell? How do you know this? I've lived here my whole life. I've seen it happen over and over again. Bless the Collinses. I mean... Bringing four beautiful babies into this world at one go. It was a real shock to everyone. But, unfortunately, checks and balances, right? You guys here for the Harvest Festival? Yes. <laughs> well, excellent. It's happening tonight, so... It's tonight, of course. <laughs> Not yeah, much yeah. of a wait. Of course it's tonight. Yeah, we, we, knew, we knew it was tonight. Uh... Yeah, we got here just in time. Yep. You did, just in time. I'm a big fan of burning effigies. Just effigies, I'm right? I'm a big fan of burning. It's not an innuendo. I, I can tell. You're on your ninth cigarette since you finished your burger. Ah, uh, you haven't been counting. This is my tenth. <laughs> These old eyes. I put out mine halfway through. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> I can't pretend to be smoker. <laughs> Uh, don't worry, do I? Secondhand smoke will get you covered. <laughs> While he's doing that, I'm going to run out to the car. Yep. Um, I'm going to grab a uh, pop trunk and grab a uh, leather bag that I have there. Yeah, the like keys a, are in the ignition, so you can just... <laughs> it's still running. <laughs> yeah. Gas is cheap. Gas is so yeah. cheap. <laughs> uh, I'm going to grab my uh, leather bag and bring it in, sit it down on the, on the bar and uh, take out this massive book that's pretty much the the full of the bag and uh, open up to a, the newest page and um, grab the the newspaper and I figured out what my first road is going to be. Okay. Uh, I'm going to uh, take out a little silver dagger that I have or an anathame as it is called in the playbook. Yep. And uh, I'm just going to lay it down on the bar and cut out the obituaries yep for the the four people who died here yes and take the paper lay it into the book uh, prick my finger with the uh with the the dagger and in each corner of the thing is going to drop a little bit of blood and it's just going to like basically photocopy itself into the book 
Okay, cool. And I don't care if anybody sees me at all. I just do this as if it's an everyday type of thing. Uh, Raph and uh, Hannah had already done the whole investigative mystery thing and succeeded. So they're this is just kind of me taking yes. notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and they're just scanning because you are not taking notes. You are stabbing yourself uh, and uh, basically doing occult scrapbooking uh, at the table. Um, And as the two that actually had investigated and were a little more in tune with the space, um, noticed that the people don't really give you much mind. Like the bartender just wipes around your book as he's just polishing the desk, like uh, the, the bar top. Like it's, it's not, it doesn't bother them. They were more interested in the electronic thing than they are about you stabbing your finger. Valentine is like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Raph is also bothered. And he's just like, what? Nobody's going to say anything. I'm with nobody. I'm I'm with what? I'm with you. The the fuck is going on? What is this? What? What is that? What are you doing? Yeah. Felix. Yeah, what Photo, the hell? Photocopying. What does that mean? Does, yeah. does the paper transfer? Or like, are you used to... It looks literally like you just, like, scanned it into a, a PDF nutty. and then printed it off. I was going to say it's like book. nutty putty. In blood? Like, is this printed in blood? <laughs> no, no, no. The, the blood disappears is pretty much just, like, oh, okay, what cool. is gluing it into cool. place magically. Um, Everywhere else in the book, uh, like, if anybody looks into it, is if it's not like a little photocopy type of thing, it's like very intricate scroll work. Like, like the neatest thing about Felix would be his handwriting. Everything in it is just like absolutely immaculately written in a little Perfect. little drawings of things, little sketches, and it's a uh, it's like a big ass book, like this big. I uh, I take I take it back <laughs> because Rudy said. <laughs> She imagines every time something <laughs> occult happens, Valentine is looking the other way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's way, way better. So Valentine doesn't see I that. absolutely love an oblivious searcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I'm, yeah. Fuck, I'm, that's perfect. I'm there. Thank you, Rooney. I, I was looking. I was, uh, I'm still talking to the old guy, actually. So it, I didn't even see it. I didn't see it at all. And Raph is just looking around like, what the fuck? Oh, so you're a. You're a fan of burning effigies. What's your favorite effigy to burn? Wait, is this me? Yeah, the old guy's still talking. We <laughs> <laughs> got cult shit's happening. Yeah, effigy. Yeah, I, uh, you know, uh, I went on vacation once and uh, we burned a big old ghost effigy. Big old, Fun. big old ghost. Was it alive? No, it was made of hay. Those are the best ones. Okay, good. Yeah, those are the best ones. I was about to say, you, you sound like a sacrificial kind of guy if you burn them live goats. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. It's all hay. You know, you bundle it together and then it, you, it's just hay. It's all hay. No, I totally get it. What's your name? Oh, Benjamin. Benjamin. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet this you, This is my, my, my uh, wife's brother, Ed. Ed. Benjamin and Ed, do you have a gun, Ed? Do you hate Chad by any chance? I love hunting. <laughs> yeah, fuck Chad. Whoa, I apologize. Guys. My wife doesn't like me using those kind of words. Oh, the old the old sailor talk. Yeah, I get it. This voice is not sustainable. 
<laughs> not at all. That's why you got to keep up with the cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. I get to pick up smoking in real life now. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we actually came here after we finished making our, uh, our, uh, the, the, the effigies. Uh, it's a, a, a big moose and a carrot, you know, for good hunting and good harvesting. Oh, so that's surprisingly wholesome. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? It's the Harvest Festival. And, I mean, there's loads of woods around here. We definitely need to get the moose by. Yeah, you gotta get your moose by. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Benjamin Ed, uh, this has been great. Uh, well, I'll come back maybe someday. We'll talk more about the radio. Uh, I'm going to go back I to mean, my table now. I'm assuming you guys are staying at the motel. You might as well go wash up the... Activities are going to start in about an hour. I was looking at real estate, actually, but I think I could stay in a motel for now. Yeah. Oh, all right. Think about moving here. <laughs> he's kind of surprised when you say you're moving here. And he's just like, all right. Like, it was nice I'll, knowing you. <laughs> I'll go dig my grave, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll really enjoy this moose burning. Uh, I'll I'll go back to the table. Uh, the, I don't know if you heard that. There's a harvest festival tonight. We we obviously were planning to go to this harvest festival this entire time. Uh, they're burning effigies of moose and carrots. It's happening in an hour. Are we staying at the motel? Should is there anywhere else? I guess. Do we have a plan? There's, there's a single <laughs> motel with like three rooms. When you came in, like I can sleep in my car. I'm used to. There's there's a B and B, but like again. <laughs> You get the idea this this place doesn't really want people here a long time. You, it's not that you're like ran out of town. It's just they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's any tourism town. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, should we? How do, should we go check this thing out? Uh, I guess so. Yeah, definitely. Do we want to go to the motel first or does it even matter? I've only got this bag. I look fantastic already, so... Hannah's gonna take off the more, like, obvious made parts of her outfit, like apron or, like, hair thing. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> like Lays down the feather duster. <laughs> <laughs> Ditch a couple things in the car. Not look like I'm in my work shit anymore. Alright, are you guys gonna make it to... Uh... It's like uh, the city center. It's maybe a five minute walk from where you guys are parked. Uh, you can see it at the long, the, the end of the long main road. Do you guys want to walk or should we drive? I guess, I guess we'll drive. It yeah, may as well drive, right? <laughs> it's only right there. It's a I short mean, the drive. The car's been running for 45 <laughs> minutes at this point. So. Yeah. yeah. Nice and warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll drive over. <laughs> All right. You guys drive. It, it takes you takes about, longer to drive. Yeah. <laughs> it takes you about uh, yeah 11 minutes to get there because there's so many people just walking towards the city center in the street. Um, <laughs> My horn. I don't know what horn sounded like in the 1950s. Uh, exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They sounded like burrows. So I... Uh, I guess we should go to this uh, harvest festival this evening as well. Do we know where it's going to be? As you guys, yeah, yeah, it's literally at the end of the road where the beer and burgers is. 
Yeah, Felix, it's right there. Are you not looking out the window? If you're in the car, you can see directly in front of you (laughs) that there are hordes of people walking towards this um, uh, at the end of Main Street. Uh, I can see through the cloud of smoke in front of the large (laughs) circle. There's a large roundabout um, (laughs) that uh, in the center of this roundabout is a raised, uh, it's, it's a grassy area. It's on the maybe like two or three feet raised up uh, from where you could drive or walk around it. And uh, there are two uh, in the very center is almost like a, a monolith type thing. It's a small town clock tower, probably only about 12, 15 feet high with on four sides, this large clock face on it. On the uh, either side of it, when you are walking towards it, you can see this uh, large moose and then a same size as the moose um, carrot made out of uh, wood and hay. And you can see these booths uh, set up all over the place. Um, it's 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 a carnival. It's it, there are there's a bandstand uh, off to the side. There's a field just off to the side of city hall or town hall. It's not it's again it's not two thousand people. This is just another two story building. It's uh, brick and mortar. Lots of uniform small windows all around town hall right on it up over uh the hill uh the the, this this roundabout this city center roundabout is uh right at the base of a couple of these uh kind of like rolling hills and you can see a road that kind of goes up around back you can see a very large white house uh behind town hall very uh bel air looking in its construction um you know, four large pillars, uh, another two-story space, but uh, it's not much. Like it's probably the same square footage as Town Hall, maybe a little bit bigger. Definitely looks like the Fresh Prince house from the OG, not the new Bel Air. <laughs> Val's car's plate reads "Fresh." <laughs> Does it have a dice in the mirror? <laughs> it has two d six in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yes, two d six hanging from the mirror. Uh, what does it just says cryptid question mark <laughs> with a number for one, obviously, and a question mark. <laughs> All right. I say we head towards the booths, find the most grandmotherly looking woman and eat whatever she's selling because it's bound to be the best food at this fair. That's a good idea. Genius. I like that idea. Found it. Right here. <laughs> I found it. Where did you get that? <laughs> like, hey, fuck. The booth right there. No. You, even, you didn't even, when did you get out of the car? You probably couldn't see me throughout the smoke. <laughs> These are the best moose and carrot patties I've ever had in my life. This is legitimately carrot flavored. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, over next to the, the, the ring toss game that's going on, there's one of those uh, balloon popping uh, games with the darts. And uh, there's a knock the bottles over with the beanbag game. Um, And there are several booths. Um, There's a pie baking competition uh, that's uh, just about to start. Crowds are forming lines to try and get a piece of uh, all these pies that are coming up. And there are, yeah, just fried food stands all over the place. An old woman is running one of the booths. She's selling soup. <laughs> and uh, carrot bars. Um, yes. 
the the gaming booths, do any of them look like they have fun prizes? It's all stuffed animals. Which one has the biggest stuffed animal? They are all in the same uh, line, so it's just like one one long booth that is kind of like separated into three separate sections, and the same toys are just lined along the back. Cool. I'm going to go to what did you say? That ring toss, balloon popping. What's the other ring one? toss, balloon popping, and the can pyramid. I'm going to the can pyramid. All right. I'm going to win the fuck out of some prizes here right now. All right. I'm going to use magic to knock over all of them. Okay, I was about to say, you win, because I'm not letting you roll for a fucking carnival game <laughs> and potentially giving you experience. <laughs> I mean, I win. This is how we, gr- this is how we grind for levels, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting caught up. <laughs> I'm not leveling you bitches up in session negative one. <laughs> What? All right. Well, I come out of that with like a brace of conies and uh, <laughs> you've got like the string of fucking bears just hanging by their foot as by their feet. Throw it in the back of the car. No, I'm going to throw it up on the uh, the effigies. Ooh, aggressive. No one reacts. A bunch of kids run up and try and like pull them off. Um, if you guys want to just hang out here and uh, kind of avail of the. Uh, festivities. Um, you can uh, mingle around the townsfolk. Uh, you can talk to some people if you want. If there's anything specific, any one in particular you're looking for, any type of person you're looking for, you can let me know. Otherwise, we will jump uh, forward a couple of hours to. I'm just waiting nightfall. for the smell of horrible, horrible sulfur for my report. You sent him off looking for what again? Uh, just like. A general scouting mission to see if there was anything like being spoken of of interest in town or if there were any especially rich looking houses that we should maybe remember in case <laughs> the opportunity arose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You if you want to wait around there um, in another hour or so um, as dusk uh, kind of starts to uh, settle in um, you get the crazy smell of of sulfur and brimstone uh, tickle your nostrils as pressed very closely to you, your ear you hear a hey boss I uh I know uh, you'll probably already see it but uh there's a real fancy old spot up on the top of the hill there uh I figured it might have been the, the guy who uh, owns the city but uh it's uh it's his brothers uh he's the one who uh does all the killing like uh you know uh puts the people in the ground and stuff good stuff good stuff all also, right you ever notice that people are staring toward me a lot i mean maybe just just hover like real close to me and then people just think i have bad gas oh yeah 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 <laughs> so that's what they were talking about every time i <laughs> I heard people say a lot who fought it. <laughs> All right. All right. People are very, uh, very upfront with their uh, questioning of uh, bodily functions around this spot. All right. I'm just going to, I'm going to hang around here. I'll just like hover by your butt. 
I just realized that the rote has to have effects for 10 plus on a 7 to 9 and on a miss. And I wanted to use that, like, that photocopy spell, as I'm now going to call it, as, like, I can copy anything that I see or hold into my book. So, like, if I'm looking at something, it's basically, like, I'm turning this book into my smartphone. You have a physical eidetic memory. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, are you supposed to roll weird every time you yeah, do that? Yeah, I just, I just realized that. I thought the routes were, like, things you can just do, but you do still have to roll for them, and it's, like... A seven to nine is is still a success, and then ten plus is all right. Well, success ju- plus. just because we have we have done it, let's go ahead and roll weird for it now. I'm assuming I'm looking at your moves now. I'm assuming this is um, it is weird. Where are we? To? It's, a, it's a use magic uh, third page, rotes. third page. Okay, yeah, it's a use magic, rotes. There we go. Perfect. Okay, cool. Yeah, I got a uh, four plus two, so six. So it's a miss, a miss. So does does the object uh, vanish? Is it like destroyed? Yeah, uh, the that's the way I'm looking at it. Is like if it's a physical object, it would be destroyed, but copied into the book. Right. Um, the so it is destroyed, but like you said earlier, you have three other copies. <laughs> yeah, a road is more powerful than a basic use magic spell. Glitches are less onerous, and its effects may be a little bit bigger. Okay do with that as you will so the object of power that must be wielded I'm assuming that's your dagger or is it the book yeah I'm going to say it's the dagger okay and then you did the spilling of blood yep okay so you did take one harm by doing that ooh already cool session negative one negative one you have one harm um so now that harm has come into play um everybody has in this game seven harm and when you take seven harm you are dead outright um when you still have one uh harm unchecked um you can still be healed um by basic means you can use first aid kits you can go to a hospital you can take a rest um, if you are able to get like a, or you can come to me, great night's sleep. Um, I can make a decision based on any stressful situations going on, how many harm you heal. Um, you could get rid of all of them. Yeah, you can have lingering wounds. Like uh, as an example, uh, if you were bitten by a zombie, that could have a lingering wound. So yeah, you might take one harm, but that could also like carry on like if it's not treated or if somebody doesn't use magic on it or something like that and that could inevitably lead to something else um you could jump out of a moving vehicle and take a harm you could slam your hand in the car door and take a harm um it's all that this is why when you want to do something explain it to me so i know how bad the failure can potentially be because i want to harm you Speaking of which, um, yes. one of my moves is bad luck charm. Um, yep. Whenever I use magic and miss, the backlash never affects me directly if there's someone else around for it to hit. It'll go for allies, other hunters, and innocent bystanders. Sometimes, every so often, it might even hit an enemy. Okay. Uh, I would also like to note that one of my other moves is this might sting. I can use magic to heal three harm, but the process is exceptionally painful. On, to, on a seven to nine, it also leaves a gnarly scar. 
I have a feeling um, that Felix has, uh, if you were to like open up his like shirt or something, has these like massive gnarled scars that just kind of like loop around his body. He looks like a fucking, um, looks like he fell into a, a wood chipper or something. <laughs> we'll we'll get there. <laughs> I have a feeling you've been stung a bit. Fucking bees, man. Those are bees. Fucking bees. Can I, uh, I just want to, <laughs> uh, Valentine's walking around with like his scientific equipment. Uh, tr- there's like a, a, a really large fucking like circular dome microphone that he's got with again, another car battery type situation going on that he's just like kind of walking around and like looking at people trying to see if anybody seems off or, or they seem, uh, nefarious maybe or, or they're up to something like a little bit shady I guess besides our group who are up to really shady things yeah. um, people are a little more curious um, about your uh, technology than they are about <laughs> that they were about the uh, stabbing of fingers in the bar um, you do definitely see a couple of the young children around kind of like getting close and looking at your stuff and you're there like super studious like you know I'm definitely I'm doing good work here and the kids are like I'm a guy. <laughs> look at this guy what's going on with this guy like they're they're very interested in you what is it you're trying to pick up specifically I'm just trying to see uh, because this is the harvest festival that we're kind of in now and they probably have some kind of big thing in the scent like you said for um where like the effigies are going to be burned, like the moose and carrot thing, like that area. Uh, I'm looking around to see if maybe all isn't what it appears to be. Like this isn't some kind of harmless moose and carrot effigy. If maybe someone's up to something a little bit shady. Cause after the conversation about the town, uh, Valentine, I was about to say Felix <laughs> Valentine is, uh, is a little bit, uh, concerned. Okay. Um, this, these items that you have, is that something that came with your, uh, playbook? Yeah. It literally just says scientific tools. <laughs> okay. So, All right. I don't know. They're flavored to be honest with you, but. Okay. I was going to say, if this is something that you made, I'll like to, to like properly function and have like a proper effect. I'll, I'll let you roll to make it. No, they're straight up just, I think. They're just investigation tools, is what what it says. I don't think there's anything uh, literally stat-wise about them. There's nothing attached to them outside of that. Okay. Uh, Literally, I think it's just flavor of what I'm using to investigate. In this specific scenario that I'm about to put forth, uh, using your scientific tools, I'm going to get you to do an investigative mystery, but I'll give you a plus one on top of your smart... But uh, you don't have to do that just yet. As okay. a gentleman in a very well-made suit uh, steps up to a um, stationary uh, stone podium type thing in front of the town hall, and if you were standing uh, between town hall and the monolith, you wouldn't be able to see him. He's blocked out completely. Uh, this this gentleman... Um, very well built. Um, yeah, you could see him being like a high school rugby player. Um, he's probably like five nine, five ten, short, but really stocky. Um, 
kind of like you know like that muscular um gut that uh you know older athletes can sometimes get yeah yeah yeah. he kind of steps up to the podium and uh you hear like all the feedback kind of come on uh ah my ears (laughs) Uh. old microphones and everything (laughs) Uh, as he kind of like uh, steps back from the mic and kind of screams into it. Welcome to the Harvest Festival, a joyous celebration of the bountiful harvest season. This is a time to give thanks for the abundance of nature and to enjoy the fruits of all of our labors. From delicious food and drinks to fun games and activities, there's something here for everyone to enjoy. So come. Gather with family and friends, celebrate this special time of year and our time together. Without further ado, everyone, let there be light. And the effigies light up. And when the effigies light up, your machine kind of pings a little bit. And I'll let you investigate a mystery now. Hey, uh, here we go. I got a seven plus one is eight. Oh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Investigate a mystery is... Plus, uh, plus um, that is whoa! What did I say? Ten. I got a ten. Ooh! Wow! So I got a plus, with plus the investigate sharp. a mystery, the second that the uh, fire uh, ignites the effigies and it's dried hay all around the outside of them, so they emulate very quickly. Um, your little scientific radar thing, um, definitely, kind of like a Geiger counter, just. <laughs> starts to fucking tick out of control um and as you kind of like skirt to the side you see that the flame is not what's actually setting it off and now everybody's staring at this effigy um they're kind of like enamored by the 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 size of the flames and everything and people really like watching things burn it's just something that people like to watch so um nobody is watching the um uh, the, the podium and the mayor, uh, rather than standing and watching, turns and starts to uh, walk back towards City Hall, but he pushes off to the side and starts following um, the road. And close behind him, but not directly behind him, um, you see uh, the girl from the bar who was um, playing pool with um, my Jesus, his name is gone, Raph and uh, her boyfriend um, are uh, both uh, tailing him by about 15 feet or so. Um, It is now uh, nighttime, uh, so it is, uh, there are these like uh, string lights all around, so it's it's light where you are, but uh, you can't really see past, I would say about 100 feet beyond the lights, and uh, he vanishes and then they vanish walking away and that as you kind of track them with your thing the geiger counter kind of like gets fainter and fainter and fainter as they three vanish out of sight interesting so with the uh burning effigies uh happening in the city center the town center and everyone uh focusing on that children playing in game playing in the booths behind um some people watching the bands off to the side uh, our good, good boy Valentine uh, picked up on a, a spark of something through his scientific equipment uh, that uh, got a little reading from um, 
one of three individuals he spotted walking away from the town center and off into the dark towards the woods. Uh, they were the two young folk playing pool at beer and burgers and the newly discovered mayor. Uh, I'm going to go up to Rath. Uh, Rath, weren't those the people that you were playing pool with? As I point to them walking in the distance. You see a vague outline of a what looks like a small, long-haired uh, female. Uh, the only distinguishing feature was uh, that you can see would be that her hair is also up in a ponytail. Uh, yeah, I mean, she had a ponytail? It's very, like, Betty from the Archie comics. Yeah. Like, it's a higher, poofier ponytail. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, there's also a dozen girls around you that have high, poofy ponytails. I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> but she is she is the last person that you see uh, go off um, before they vanish into uh, what you can see in the dark. Unless you, by any chance, can see further I cannot. Shimmering, shimmering good boy eyes. Yeah, no. They All just right. look cool. <laughs> yeah, but well, why? What, is something going on with them? Like, do we care? Uh, they're, they're, they're walk. Something went up. I'll, my, my sign. I hold up the car battery sized fucking thing with a little microscope with a huge parabolic thing on it. Take down my headphones. The, this thing started going off like crazy and then the, the those people I only recognized them because you were playing pool with them and now they're gone up with the some other guy I've never seen before in my life okay so what you're saying is you didn't need me to confirm because you did recognize them yeah but this is a role playing game that ba- it's based on cooperation <laughs> so I wanted to include you <laughs> Why didn't you just say that in the first place? Uh, You know, we should all talk more. We should all, eh, you know, there's a social aspect. All right. Yes, and I believe you are correct. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Uh, All right, let's, uh, yeah. Are you sure your character's name isn't Barry? (laughs) 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 Oh, fuck. I, I am... A permanent NPC called Low Hank. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if they're get they got some weird shit going on on your shit there, let's go, let's go, let's follow them. Should we get the everyone else? Yeah, I mean, Felix is still just throwing darts for some reason. Though he's won every <laughs> single fucking stuffed animal. He's not even at the game booth. He's just throwing <laughs> yeah, darts. Just throwing darts. Yeah, <laughs> into that <laughs> man's house. Throw throwing darts and, and smoking by darts, darts. You mean <laughs> yeah. his cigarettes? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> smoking darts, breaking hearts. <laughs> just throwing cigarettes at children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything must burn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you seen Hannah? She kind of disappeared for a second there. No, I, I, I wander back and there's a horrible stench that precedes me. <laughs> oh. I point my thing at it. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't work on uh, smell. Would, but, <laughs> would it actually ping, though? Because the smell is actually coming from a small demon. 
I think it doesn't go off because I'm pointing it just shy of the demon as previously established. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I was thinking, I was like, it's like, wouldn't this thing go off for like the magic I'd be doing? And I was like, no, it's more fun if it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I'm, yeah. I'm slightly off center from the, the little invisible demon that I'm just not getting it. Uh, there's some people walking. Uh, this thing started going off like crazy. And that, that usually means there's some kind of cryptid or, you know, I was in Seattle, out in the, the outback of Seattle once, and there were some uh, uh, forest cryptids walking around, and this thing started going haywire, and we saw him in the distance. It was a little blurry, and it was a little dark, but I'm pretty sure pretty sure it was the Mothman. I'm not going to say it was or wasn't, but I'm pretty was sure it was. Was universe that's actually called Saddle here? It's sa- oh, sorry, I was in Saddle. I was in Saddle, <laughs> out in the forest near Saddle. There's no E's in this universe. <laughs> S U H S H U T T R C R K Shutter Creek. What's my first name then? Your, your, your first name is. <laughs> it's actually Haunted. Flicks. <laughs> flicks cigarettes at children. Uh, Raph still works, at least. You know? And Hannah. Valentin. Valen- my, Valentin. My name is Flicks, yeah. Flicks. You know, if you had a net, you'd be set. Anyway. Those uh, Netflix, those uh, people, it seems suspicious. And after the effigy went out, uh, went up, that's kind of when things uh, started setting off. That's when the things started really rocking and rolling in the scientific world of my device. Super exciting. I bet they're witches. They might be witches. You know, there's a lot of witch covens. Isn't that the band that's on? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, this band is called We Are Actually Witches. I was trying to think of a name like something witch and the Conjure Sisters or something. Because they always had big old fucking names in the 1950s. Well, this is the most interesting thing going on, yeah? Are we going to follow them? Yeah. Yeah. Are you done done flicking darts at children, Felix? I was never flicking darts at children. The children wanted those cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe they should start at a young start smoking at a young age. They needed it to it's help for them their grow. health. Yeah, expand okay. their lungs. It's for their health. Yeah. It's 1953. They needed it for health. Yeah. It's yeah. good. It's good stuff. Like your voice sounds so much better now after you had that one half cigarette. I did hack up a lung. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's just you getting the toxins out of your body. It clears your earways. It's a good point. I can't argue. Should we? Yeah, let's let's go. Let's follow him. As you um, kind of make your way uh, past uh, the uh, festivities and the gathered throng of townsfolk, uh, you guys are able to uh, follow the same path uh, that goes just around Town Hall, and uh, you can see that there is a uh, well-worn um road uh, that drives up to this very large and opulent house that kind of sticks out uh that house is well lit uh but uh, as you kind of make the turn going up the hill uh you can see a small footpath that kind of goes off to the left and that is obviously where you saw them kind of turn off as you would have seen them walk up the road towards the house so they went off what you would expect that way to the left, which beyond this row of buildings and a couple rows of houses, um, now that you are past the blind of the uh, the lights uh, from the Harvest Festival, uh, you can see 
that um, it is just trees. Valentine's going to break forward into the trees. He's going to take out his big ass flashlight and like give it a few smacks. Click it All on. Right. All right. Um, I'm gonna um, like hiss whisper to the demon. Um, to <laughs> try and um, both because I'm worried about Valentine's weird sensors, but also uh, to like scurry ahead in case um, there's. So you got if he's a, still around? Yeah, no, I was about to say he he would have vanished. Yeah, because okay. where you had that partial success, so he only lasted Perfect. for what? What did I say? Two hours, I think. Two hours, and then yeah. eight on a major success. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, two hours. Uh, so yeah, he's he gave you the report, and then I'm just gonna hang up by your butt, and then <laughs> he just kind of vanished, like a fart in the wind. Like a <laughs> fart in the wind. All we are is farts in the wind. <laughs> All right. So uh, the ominous woods uh, seems to stretch Chapter endlessly. Two. All right. The trees are tall and thick as you go further in. They block out most of the moonlight as the moon is out in full force tonight, uh, casting deep shadows on the forest floor, made more evident by now this beaming flashlight that is stretching from your point of origin. The air is still and silent, save for the occasional rustling of leaves and twigs underfoot. Strange noises can be heard echoing through the woods, making you feel as though you might be being watched. The underbrush is dense, making it very hard to see too far ahead, especially with the light. And you get this very foreboding feeling as you kind of push beyond and the sound of the festival behind you comes more and more muffled. We, uh, we... Walking as stealthily as possible, speaking for Hannah. Val- Valentine's looking at everyone and shines the flashlight at all of them. He's like, <laughs> all right, it's a full moon. I just wanted to make sure no one was a werewolf. Also, it's a full moon. So maybe if you stop ruining our night vision, we could be like yeah. mildly less conspicuous. This is five. I can literally see better without that flashlight. Okay, fine. He hits it a couple times and it turns off. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Valentine, when you take the flashlight and you smack it, um, it kind of like shoots across your eyes and kind of makes you go blind uh, for a brief moment and you flinch and um, you see a very brief. a flash in your mind of um, uh, almost like a old digital clock of the red hatched numbers and it says 90 minutes remain and literally like a split second okay I've had some kind of vision just now just now I'm not I'm not the angel holy one over here but I I I think I just had a vision of some kind of red, red numbers. They said nine zero. Are you sure you didn't just burn your retinas off with that flashlight? It's pretty, it was very bright, incredibly bright, honestly. Um, so you guys are attempting to be stealthy and move forward. 
I don't believe there is a role for being stealthy. Act under pressure, maybe? I will. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So if you all would like to act under pressure, you certainly can. Act under pressure is going to be a role plus cool. Would you say that this is uh, involving a monster, a phenomenon, or a mystical effect <laughs> right now? I'm probably I'm probably reaching for for Valentine. I'm gonna say yes. Yes, I get to roll with weird. Oh, snake eyes! <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Roll for experience and uh, sorry, mark experience. Hey. And you are your your flashlight all but gave you away. I'm so. I'm blind. I'm fully blind. <laughs> I got four. And roll experience, uh, uh, mark experience. Need someone? Does anyone have? I got an eight. Congratulations, Raph. Can't see anything. Good under pressure. <laughs> I got six. Okay, mark experience. experience. <laughs> Level. Raph, your black slicked hair and your crisp black suit, and I'm assuming your freshly pressed black linen shirt and <laughs> black tie. Nice black socks and black boots with a black shiny belt <laughs> blend you perfectly well into this dark black wood. You are off to the side as your friends are effectively grabbing sticks and just whacking trees as they walk through. <laughs> I just wince with every step going, ah, goddammit, like, you're the ones that said to be quiet. I'm just playing with my Zippo. Yeah. Click, clink, click, clink, clink. I don't think I said that. I think Hannah said that. Um, As you guys creep a little further in, you can hear, um, I guess, the chirping of uh, creatures uh, in the woods. Um, And when you look through, uh, off in the distance, you can see these vague um, pinpoints of of light about two or three hundred feet. Uh, ahead of you and just beyond the moonlight kind of comes through you can see it uh, it almost appears to be a small clearing it just appears to open up a little bit the moonlight kind of pierces through the canopy and you can see um, there's like a very low thin mist or fog that's just kind of beginning it's almost as if you're watching a fog bank kind of roll in towards you guys. Are we coastal? Is this Valentine asking the keeper? I'm just asking, asking anyone. Compatriots? Anyone <laughs> 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 seen an ocean? I think we're at a creek. Oh, yeah. Do, do creeks? You guys are near water, but not ocean. Do creeks usually get foggy? Do we know? They can. I, yeah, isn't. Fog just a natural phenomenon that can occur anywhere. <laughs> I, I guess you're the I, science guy. I'm the I'm the spooky science guy. Okay, this, this is different. I mean, fog is pretty spooky. <laughs> if you would like, you can investigate a mystery again. The mystery is fog <laughs> and its natural occurrence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if it makes it easier, I think uh, Valentine is just going to choose to believe that this is supernatural and he doesn't care otherwise. Okay, perfect. You He's like looking forward this, then if you would like. I think, 
Yeah, okay, here's the thing. A lot of a lot of rituals involve burning effigies to old gods, so maybe this is all related, and uh, this is a part of the. This is a an effect from the cause that they 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 started. Yeah, for sure. The old carrot god is uh, at work here. Yeah, carrot Thulu is is a big yeah. one in in mythos. I hear. I, I mean, I now, that saying, that Val, yeah. now that you say it, Val, a lot of these people looked like they were eating a lot of carrots. Their skin was orange. A lot of carotene in here. Yeah, a lot of it. No glasses to be seen. No. No, everyone had perfect vision. I don't touch a carrot. No, I don't trust it. Anyway, should we keep going? <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> as you guys push further into the woods, uh, not as stealthily as you had intended, um, Raph, are you sticking with the group or are you keeping off to the side? Because I will say that you do know that they are making much more noise than you are. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm going to stick off to the side as though I was their guardian angel trying to help them out. All right, perfect. Like, for fuck's sake, goddammit. So are you off to the side pushing the same pace as them or are you pulling back? Yeah. No, same pace. Like, okay. Just not next to the three. Alright, perfect. Stop. As you guys approach this um, uh, clearing, you're about 30 feet out and uh, the sound of these chirps and chitters and now almost hyena-like, kind of like cackles are a little more able to be heard. You guys are from the area, but still a couple hours away. Um, so you know that there are coyotes and uh, wolves and foxes and th- those Kyle kind of wolves. creatures about and moth coyote foxes and Sam squanches and Sam squanches, but they are not as vocal normally. You guys all just know this. Um, as you Could be a uh, make it towards the area, you can see the girl from the bar and the guy from the bar uh, on their knees, and uh, each of them have a book in their hands. I think this is just a book club, guys. That's how a lot of witches' covens are are, um, book clubs. Yeah, book club to what end? Discussion, I guess. I just put my hands on my head because they're talking so loud. Like, (laughs) oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) Are there any clues about like like context for what they're doing? Actually all of you with the exception of Valentine have some dabblings in uh, the occult so it is not completely uncommon to you what a uh, summoning would look like. Oh yeah I did that earlier in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) I literally did this a few hours ago in the bathroom. This one looks bigger. <laughs> this one might require two flushes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, still thinking that I'm being stealthy, I'll whisper to everybody. I think they're trying to get something through. You guys don't like I know it's not like a thing, but do you guys know like is it it's not like languages as as such as like we would have in D D or anything like that, but um would your guys' characters have like done Latin or anything like that? Would you guys speak a different like language that exists in our world now, right? Like, 
I can speak French, English, and Spanish, right? Like, I don't think that my character okay. would. I, I feel like Felix would have an understanding of the written, like, Latin and some verbal components, because I feel like it would be, like, a magic-y thing. Okay. But not enough to be, like... He'd be like, okay, they're speaking Latin, but he wouldn't know exactly what they're saying. Okay. Raph would probably understand Latin. Latin? The tricks. Yeah. Okay. This is not divine. any of them. Um, it actually would sound... Domain, you guess. guys... Anybody with a plus one to their smart, I'll say it has Germanic flair to it. To sharp? It's, it's sharper. I got a plus one to sharp. I do not. Yeah, I, I said smart. I meant sharp. I meant smart. sharp. I also thought it was smart earlier, so yeah, I was very confused. But yeah, plus one to smart. You would be able to pick up on the fact that it's it's a, a Germanic language. Hey guys, this is some kind of Germanic language. If you continue to watch, uh, minutes later, uh, about a minute later, um, the uh, fog uh, that is kind of billowing up around his feet and um, slowly begins to crawl up over the figures uh, kneeling next to him uh, to all but envelop them. Uh, you can see it now that it's it's it looks more living than an actual fog bank um, as it's it's kind of like a swarm just kind of like going over and taking the shape of them and covering them and they the almost like uh, you, you make a little mound under your under your your bed comforter and then pull it back down it kind of vanishes and it pushes 15 feet ahead of him and makes the form of a woman. Um, this tall, beautiful, long-haired woman uh, standing uh, in front of him as you can see his head now kind of comes down and lock eyes uh, with her. Uh, you guys are kind of back on to him, um, just kind of off. I guess you would be at his, like, 9 o'clock. Um, you can see him looking at this this woman um, dressed in uh, very uh, ornate um, leaved almost um, kind of form fitting uh, dress and then coming down from the back of her this bovine tail kind of like swishing you can see it kind of flicking the the mist kind of like you can see it disturbing the the, the fog that's kind of like around her feet now I get uh, because I'm the searcher uh, when there's a cryptid sighting, I take notes of any reports of strange creatures. Whenever you first see a new type of creature, uh, you may immediately ask one of the investigative mystery questions. Do you think that applies to this? What's a cryptid? Spooky things. Just a spooky thing? Yeah, that's, <laughs> spooky that's what I thought it was. I didn't know if there were like specific things under your thing. I think... Um, no, there's this no, note definitely doesn't. would qualify, so you can ask a question from investigative mystery. Uh, this does a new type of creature... So it's whether or not you, I don't think you wouldn't have seen it. Okay, uh, I think um, <laughs> there's so many dumb questions. Like, what happened here? No, uh, what sort of creature is it? Yeah, you don't have a role for this, right? This is just a part of your thing. Yeah, I only get one of these. You get one of these. This is a fae, a fairy creature. I'm gonna look at everyone. I I was reading a book back before we left, and it was it was talking about how this is uh uh, a fae creature. They're kind of like 
sort of like evil fairy type things. So, like, what are we doing here? Are we going to... I'm going to make a quick sketch. Them? I'm just going to draw it While out. While you guys are talking, you see this woman kind of, like, look down uh, at the mayor, and she says, a deal remains a deal, and you see her shift into a cow. That was unexpected. He walks up to the cow, and he pulls a knife out of his jacket, I think we need to stop this. Slashes the throat of the cow. Uh, Should we stop this? I'm not the the action hero. I'm not an action hero. I'm invested here now. I want to see how this plays out. (laughs) This could be good for my research. God damn it. It could be good for my research. As the cow hits the ground, you see its stomach start to roil. And he goes over and just stabs the knife in and cuts across. I think the cow is sick. And now you see, covered in blood, the two from the bar crawl out of the cow's stomach. As she stands up, um, you see that uh, she has a very large stomach on her, as if she were pregnant. I hate to be that guy, but we definitely need to stop this. So I'm going to step forward out of the woods and be like... Whoa! I think we got some Moshe violations going on. <laughs> In the fifties, what yeah. the fuck is Moshe? <laughs> Hold on, Raph, I got this. <laughs> I put my head on his shoulder with the other hand. I, I just point that towards yeah, them. As you as you say this, uh, he turns knife in hand, and you can see that muscular build where he definitely fucking played rugby in high school, and grounds himself to lunge. Who does? The mayor. The mayor does? He's about 15 feet away, 20 feet away from you guys. With my left hand, my right hand on Raph's shoulder, with my left hand, <laughs> I flick my cigarette at him. Yeah. And as it lands in front of him, it's going to fucking explode. And it's uh, <laughs> going to do a uh, three harm area magic obvious. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, Roll for magic, baby. As he's rolling, you see Raph clap his hands together and pull out a divine burning sword out of a pocket dimension. Ooh, damn! <laughs> to get ready shit. for this charge. I got an 11. Oh, Holy fuck. shit. Valentine's rubbing his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> the smoke from the cigarette yeah. has blinded him temporarily, so he puts his head down and he just feels this intense heat <laughs> radiating back towards him. Did they set a fire? Oh, man. All right. An 11 on magic. That's Fucking very good. love it. The magic works without issue, and you get to choose your effect. Yeah, so the, the it's one of my moves, so the effect would be inflict three harm area magic, obvious. But do I choose an effect on top of that? Oh, no, no, no. So on your move, it doesn't say anything happens on a massive success right when you use magic to inflict harm you can choose to inflict oh that is oh yeah okay so three harm area magic so the guy and the girl are completely immolated like there's not even there's nothing remaining of them and the mayor uh is completely like Christopher Nolan, Batman, Harvey Dent style, just melted clothes, skin scarred, and he kind of like staggers a little bit, but he's still ready to come at you guys. Um, Raph. Should I have had to act under pressure here? 
for my temptation. I feel like you gave in to your temptation. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll mark experience. I won't argue. I feel like you gave in to your temptation. Is uh, that what is that what it is? Like, if you uh, give in to uh, your temptation? Yeah, if uh, I'm supposed to act under pressure to resist it, and if I give in, I mark experience. Yeah, mark it. All right. All right. Uh, Raph, I'll let you act before if you want, but he is certainly charging you. I'm going to say he closed half the gap. Uh, yeah, I would close the rest of the gap and swing a giant flaming sword at him. <laughs> Which, because it's my divine weapon, I also get smite on it. Ooh, we are uh, playing D&D. <laughs> yeah, just so, play D&D. <laughs> it always counts as a weakness against the monster you're fighting. Um, and then it just causes three harm of holy fire. All right. Roll to kick some ass. Oh, God. Uh, uh, that's tough, right? Uh, yes, it is 2d6 plus tough. Okay. Uh, here you go, big guys. Don't let me down. <laughs> Nine. You're fucking using those Nine? <laughs> yeah. Alright, so you have succeeded. It's <laughs> pretty good. It's the most useless things ever. <laughs> Alright, on a nine, what do we got here? Kick some ass. On any success, uh, seven or more, um, whatever you're fighting, uh, you and whatever you're fighting inflict harm to one another. The amount of harm is based on the established dangers in the game. That usually means you inflict harm rating of your weapon to your enemy and that inflicts onto you. You can take seven harm before you die. So how many harm did you deal to him? Uh, three. It's a it's a harm three, but it is current. It says it's if he's a monster, it's currently considered his weakness as well. Okay. Um, he is considered a monster right now. Yeah. So just with smite, it literally says your body and divine weapon always count as a weakness against the monster you fight. Your unarmed attack can two harm, but the flaming sword is three harm. Okay. I don't know so what I the weakness wanna, does. Yeah, I just want to double check on weakness real quick. Yeah, so basically, if weakness is going to deal more damage to him, you won't take the weakness damage. Hmm. But you will take three damage. That's unfortunate. I can fix that. <laughs> you it's going to hurt. You can spend luck and not take any damage. I don't know. Spending my luck also is not great. <laughs> Do you also have a thing that negatively affects you if you spend luck? Uh, it it's not necessarily negative, but it's not it's not good. Mine is just like a weird thing when I spend luck. My first encounter comes up in play. It could be a flashback, a new occurrence, or a related event. Sounds just strange. When I spend it, my the backlash on my spells is extra nasty for the entire remaining of remainder of the mystery. Oh, I when just I, spend one luck and that happens. <laughs> yeah, when I spend luck, I get word of your mission requires something difficult that must be done. Period. By you. Period. Urgently. Period. Ooh, stressful. All right. So I have not come to any conclusions. So I'm <laughs> going to say it deals double damage to him, uh, only three damage to you. Uh, your sword comes down. And how would you like uh, it to kind of cleave into him? Oh, just right at the or base are you of the neck. ramming it into him? No, I want it to like be like a spin, like right down on his neck, as if like he's charging forward in a football with his head forward. Okay, 
All right, so yeah, he was definitely kind of like in like a tackling stance, like he was going to go for the lunge because he has a dagger. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he was down, you kind of like sidestepped a little bit, and as he came through, you came down with the flaming blade and cleaved his head off. And as his head is separated from his body, his body comes to a screeching halt at your feet while his head rolls another eight feet or so and hits uh, Valentine's foot uh, as he is just finally getting the uh, soot out of his eye. And he blinks a little bit to see the severed head. And all of you in your vision now get game over appearing across your vision as... Your eyes go black, and you reach up and pull your uh, visors off of your head um, and remove the virtual reality sets uh, for the murder mystery uh, escape room VR that you guys were all playing as a group. What the fuck did you do, Raph? That's not what we were supposed to do? So the bartender from Beer and uh, Beer and Burgers... Uh, kind of comes in around the side and he's like, ah, you didn't win. Well, what do you, what do you mean? We didn't win. You were supposed to stop the moose lady. We did. We sort killed of. the guy. Yeah. We killed the guy. Oh, no, he killed the moose lady. You were supposed to stop the moose lady. Wait, is, isn't killing the moose lady the same as stopping the moose lady? I mean, nah, she did her thing. You could come back and try it again tomorrow, but I mean, we're closing pretty soon. <sighs> ah, shit. This isn't cheap. I mean, that one was pretty unclear, man. Yeah, the objectives were not great there. Ask more questions. You hate to ask for help, though. You feel, you know, you don't feel like you're doing it yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I get, I get that we can ask for help, but you don't want to. I don't know if I'm used to this. My headset's broke. No, listen. There's a definite learning curve. There's a definite learning curve. Listen, man, I got got fucking glasses on, and the things don't really seal around correctly. Like, is there, like, a bigger one I can get next time we come? Like, a little thing? I got light leaking in around my eyes the whole time. I couldn't see anything. Half of that, I was blind. I couldn't see anything. I know. I mean, we turned it into a joke, but he legit couldn't fucking see, man. Give me a second. Give me a second. Let me see. And he puts the headset back on, and in his uh, virtual reality, he kind of, like, pops right back into your session. And he's kind of, like, looking around, doing his thing, sees everything. As you guys had left it, there's, you know, these uh, bodies on the ground. There's the fog that's slowly dissipating, and there are these... Um, uh, these books and he's just like uh, it's only supposed to be one book picks up this book he kind of opens it up and looks at it it's very different glyphs all over the place book flashes and it kind of vanishes out of his hand <laughs> kind of takes his head off and he's just like I think you might be right actually there's yeah. a little bit there's something going on in here Like uh, we told you how many books did they have when uh, you came up on the, the sacrifice? Million. Well, a whole library, I think. They had, like, I think they had a book each or something. Oh, yeah, was, was it only two? Yes, okay. three. It's three? only supposed to be one, but... All right, so, I mean, it's a minor thing, but there's definitely something going on with it. Um, yeah, we'll take a look at it. Uh, see what the boss says. Uh, it's so a new game. Get, like, the next session for free? Uh, how about I give you a uh, buy two, get one free? Fuck it, I'll take it. We're, we're it works gonna... out well with four of you, because you still have to pay for three. Yeah, we were going to come back anyway. 
right? All right, perfect. All right, get out of here, kids. I gotta clean up. All right, God see you tomorrow. The ones it. next door fucking vomited everywhere. Oh, oh. that fucking, fucking roller rookies. coaster one. That was yeah. that smell. That was a smell <laughs> the whole time. All right. So, yeah. as you guys uh, make your way uh, out of um, beer and VR. <laughs> virtual beer as, nope. as you make as you make your nothing. way out of the uh the virtual escape room um you guys are kind of like rubbing your 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 heads uh these headsets uh link up with these subdermal um RFID type chips that pretty much everybody just has now um they have all of your contact information um People still have phones, but everything in your house is connected through this. Um, all all uh, um, transactions kind of occur through it, but it's it, this is a physical implant that at this point in time, in the year 2050-ish, everybody has this. Like, we still have cell phones. We still have, we don't have flying cars or anything like that. Like, realistically, we're only 30 years in the future. We're not going to have any of that stuff. <laughs> but our technology is much more integrated and that is the word that people use to describe um, those who have fully adopted uh, technology and what it has to offer nowadays you are integrated uh, which is this subdermal patch that goes inside that connects you to all your technology so these VR headsets, you had them on for quite some time. So, you know, your your temples are just like a little bit hot. So you're just kind of like wiping it down. Um, but now as you walk out into uh, the city of the rolling metropolis of Shutterdale, you, <laughs> Shutter Creek is too quaint, guys. <laughs> Welcome to Shutterdale. It's gotta be Shutterdale. Shutterdale 6969. <laughs> yeah. We need the Dale. I needed I needed Dales to st- I needed Dales to still here. exist. <laughs> so this is this is what Shutter Creek became in a century. Um, so the city of Shutterdale, uh, once a quaint town nestled in the rolling hills of the countryside, has now grown into a towering metropolis that stretched towards the clouds. Its streets are a labyrinth maze of towering skyscrapers and winding alleyways, with a perpetual haze of smog that hangs in the air. The city's architecture is a jarring blend of old and new, with ornate Victorian buildings standing shoulder to shoulder with gleaming glass and steel monoliths. The buildings seem to have been thrown up haphazardly, their designs clashing and colliding in a way that feels unsettlingly chaotic. At night, the city transforms into a place of eerie beauty. The neon lights that adorn every building flicker and dance, casting a sickly glow over the streets below. The shadows seem to stretch impossibly long, hiding secrets and whispers that no one dare to explore. For those who do venture into the alleys and side streets of Shutterdale, there is a sense of unease that permeates every interaction. People moving like phantoms through the crowds, their faces obscured by shadows and the flickering lights. 
And yet, despite the sense of danger that lingers in the air, there's an undeniable draw to Shutterdale. A city of dreams and ambitions, a place where anything is possible, no matter how dark or twisted. But for those who know the truth, who understand the dark secrets that lurk in the shadows, Shutterdale is a city to be feared, not celebrated. A place where dreams go to die, and where darkness always triumphs in the end. So welcome to the year 2050. We did it. Now, we are going to finish session zero, and <laughs> you guys can make a quick choice of your histories. That's pretty much the last thing that we need to do moving forward. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, so do we need another name now? <laughs> uh, no, you guys can uh, keep your names if you chose. Um, but you also had the option to uh, have the name that you picked in your virtual escape room type situation um, be just one that you pick in games. Like, I'm Sploosh Moose. Uh, I, I feel th- like Felix just puts in his name. <laughs> yeah, Felix definitely is a guy who just puts in Felix. Uh, I was... I was literally going to be like, oh, I could just go by V. And I'm like, wait, no, that's literally Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. Uh, Your W, actually, double Vs. Now I'll go with the E. My my first choice where uh, my first name is Enoch, I think. Okay. That's what the E stands for. And then Valentine is what I use when we're in VR valentine reality so everybody gets to pick one piece of history from their playbook for themselves and then we're going to go around the room real quick and you guys then have to pick one piece of history from your playbook that ties to another one of your hunters this is how we build our connection uh i have already forced a connection on everybody and we are all um related however you want to choose, but it can be a very distant relation. It can be, you guys can be brother or sister. It, that's not, that's not like a, a thing I'm going to be sticky on. You could have dated somebody's sister. You guys have been, you could be related through marriage. That's up to you, but you guys can decide that. So we can start at the top again. And Justin, what piece of history are you picking for yourself? Uh, Wait, how does it work for picking for yourself? Because all this is for me picking someone else, I think. Do you mean we pick one for ourselves as if the other person chose it for us type of thing? I believe so. Oh, that's what... Sorry, I understand now. Okay. Uh, Interesting. Uh, Let's see what we've got here. We could be Uh, quadruplets. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Are we quadruplets? <laughs> I mean, we listen. That was in the game that you guys were different ages. If you guys, pick, one of you guys, pick quadruplets, like that's I very, am totally fine changing everybody's age. That's very fucking funny. That that was Rooney. I have to. I have to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> always fucking great. It's always Rooney. Uh, we're adult quadruplets. Uh, I think adult quadruplets never married, quadruplets. never moved out of the same house. <laughs> I think. Uh, Raph, I don't know anybody else. Just, just, just us. I think Raph. I figured out a supernatural or weird secret uh, with you, or about you, I should say. 
Sure. Uh, and you can determine what that was. All right. Let me mock all this shit down. All right. Right. So it's up to you what that supernatural thing was. Okay. Uh, tell me what one it was again, and I'll write it out. Uh, I figured out a supernatural or weird secret about Raph. And it's there. It's Raph's choice. What that is. Would you like to know now? No. You, before be the session's over, yes. Okay. But okay. yeah, um, you can now make your first history choice for yourself. I can Sorry. move on to somebody else. I can move on to somebody else if they want. If they have picked up. Yeah, I was gonna say like all of mine are just like they involve everybody else. Like, because I was gonna say I think the one I would like to have. Oh, Patrick just took off his headphones. <laughs> oh, just a take call. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, with Patrick, I was going to say they're an abomination and should be destroyed, except I can't. Yeah, you can definitely have that. Just because he's the hex, right? So he's using weird blood magic. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, oh, okay. that's that should be a thing. What are you doing? No. It's so, so funny. So tell me what that one is again. They are an abomination and should be destroyed, except you can't work out with them. Why not? I mean, the why not could simply be because you are family. Yes, very much so. Also, when we were like quadruplets, one of mine is they fill you with feelings of sexual infatuation. (laughs) You were confused by that. The associated mortal emotions. I was like, probably can't do. Probably can't do that. Quadruplets. Uh, Sinead, did you want to pick your history then? Um, I'll say since he's not on the spooky side, Valentine or. What are you calling yourself? Uh, Enoch. Enoch. Um, you know about my criminal past. Ooh. So um, it says, tell them what crimes they saw you commit. So I think I'm going to stick with the the cleaner nickname. Um, in the 1950s, I was thinking she could be like a burglar that dressed up as a maid to steal from rich people. And if we're in the like cyberpunk future, I think that she pretends to clean and like secure people's computer systems and then robs them digitally. (laughs) So you somehow caught me uh, stealing, I don't know, like maybe financial information. You were trying to take my financial information. (laughs) (laughs) No, because we're family. Uh, But yeah, you caught me robbing someone digitally. Perfect. I love it. Okay, uh, Justin, did you? We'll go back to you. Did you want to do your second one? So you are currently uh, tied to Raph. Yes, I think maybe me and <laughs> maybe me and uh, Patrick uh, Felix. Uh, we go to therapy or a support group together <laughs> <laughs> to deal with the to deal with the relationship between. Felix and Raph. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and I just keep telling the support group about cryptids. Alright, so you're saying that you and Felix got a group therapy, like a group support situation. Qu- quadruplets Anonymous. <laughs> Alright, perfect. Alright. Um, Raph. Going to your second one? I was thinking that while Hannah was on a job, 
she was like struggling with a lock or like hiding to avoid getting caught and said a small prayer which summoned wrath to the mortal plane okay it's literally what says it's their prayer perhaps an informal or even unconscious prayer summoned you yes so you may have may have been triplets and then a fourth showed up one day in all of your memories whoa that's can cool. I see my second one now? Because I've got one. Are you guys going for the quadruple thing? <laughs> I like the quadruple thing. I, like I don't it know. Too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we if we're sticking with the quadruple thing, I am totally down with this. So yeah, you guys were originally born triplets, and then mid-job, you guys became Alright, that's fun. I'll have fun with that. <laughs> Gaps in memory. Oh, I love it. Can I say my second one now? Because I've got one that kind of ties in with that. Yes, please. Go ahead. Okay, so um, I'm going to make Raph my moral compass. <laughs> uh, so it says, uh, when you talk things over with them, their advice helps keep you on the straight and narrow. So you realize that you'd been summoned by like a petty career criminal. And oh, yeah. now I go to you when I'm like, oh, maybe I'm being extra shitty. I'm cool with that. Oh, and wait, who, if it goes back to me wait do i have do i get to choose again no yep no no no. you chose your two i chose never mind i chose two. okay um did you justin did you want to know the secret yes yes please yes so i guess enoch would know that raf was actually exiled from heaven and so i must work for the cause of good without drawing too many too much attentions from my brothers or sisters as they are bound to execute you for your crimes whoa so two of the quadruplets know that they're actually triplets and one's a divine being and the other two think that they were always quadruplets yeah fuck this is good (laughs) wait i would know Wouldn't no, I, no, I no, because you, you would have just been okay. like, whatever the fuck, get me out of here. Oh. And then he might have just been there and just oh. opened up the door and was like, sis, yes. what are you doing? Come out this <laughs> yeah. way. Or like, not okay. the right? And then just in your mind, yeah. you have all of these instant memories of like growing up with wrath, right? <laughs> That's, so That's fun. I like that. Oh, Christ. <laughs> I was going to say that there's one of mine was about finding pictures matching a description of one of you but they were from long before you were born so how would they <laughs> exist that's just a cool oh. thing i think given yeah. that information that just happened that is a cool thing given the information I just wrote right, so uh, figured out a weird we're we're triplets patrick but we're actually quadruplets <laughs> all right so patrick here it is <laughs> okay so what a fever um, dream sentence <laughs> yeah <laughs> Welcome, welcome back to the fever dream. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Raph's first history that he picked is that Felix is an abomination and he should be destroyed, but he can't because you guys are related. <laughs> <laughs> and then, while Hannah was on a job, she said a quick prayer to help her out. And Raph is actually the one that appeared. So up until Hannah, the petty career criminal, was in a pickle and made this quick informal prayer to like, get me the fuck out of here. You guys were born triplets and raised triplets. But the second that Raph (laughs) showed up, you guys had all these memories implanted. And now you are quadruplets. And Raph was always there. (laughs) 
Okay. So now that he's been summoned into the, the this this he is the fourth wheel in your quadruplet sandwich. Delicious. Um, he is like, okay, I'm here to help this girl out. I am her moral compass. And wait a second, who's this fucking abomination? Why am I here? God damn it, he's my brother. I can't kill him now. <laughs> um, and uh, so Justin's uh, was that he figured out a weird secret about Raph. This was decided before. Um, and the secret is that Raph is actually an exiled angel or divine. And I said, yeah, he is the fourth wheel on their tricycle. And uh, we go we go to group therapy. Patrick. Yes, and Felix, <laughs> Felix, and uh, Felix and Enoch go to group therapy to talk about complicated relationships with their siblings. Amazing. Um, and yeah, so uh, the other history for Sinead is that Enoch knows about her criminal past. She was a burglar who posed as a maid and would like rob like digital shit, like uh, financial information, you know, banking information, um, home passwords, and shit like that. And uh, the second one is Raph is her moral compass. Okay. And now you get to pick twice. Great. Welcome uh, to the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, given that wild clusterfuck, I am every all thoughts I had in my head before I went upstairs are just gone. <laughs> uh, I feel like one of them just makes sense um that uh wrath fears my power and what i might do with it Ooh. <laughs> yeah uh i was funny enough i was going to choose that uh me and wrath were part of the same cult sect or secret society <laughs> and to decide what horrible things we did in the name of power oh god <laughs> but now i feel like that's hannah okay so you're gonna say that you're you're choosing that one, but with Hannah instead of Raph? Yeah. All right. So can you say that one again so I can type it out? Uh, we were part of the same cult or secret society, uh, and we decide together what horrible things we did in the name of power. I think. Okay. So um, I was thinking for my like criminal past, it was partially like. In the 50s, I was thinking a cleaner who went in and just stole things, like posed as a maid or whatever. But in the digital age, it'd be more fun to be like, oh, yeah, I'll like clean up your computer system for you and then just get all their information. So what if we were part of a like secret organization that went after rich people and just steal from the rich, like, give to ourselves and blind? Yes. Yeah, like not not in a nice way, not yeah. in a moral like Robin Hood way, just in a like take what you and can. Me and, and me, away. me and Raph have no idea. About it. We're helping you, but we don't know the other side yeah. of it. Oh, and um, I guess I, I'm just gonna say this now because I think it makes sense for uh, Felix to know my uh, he would know how I discovered the like the supernatural because the one I picked for the underworld was um, I I was either going to pick I worked with someone who was more than they seemed or I was hired by someone so like at some we can figure it out but at some point in our criminal shenanigans we interacted with some su- supernatural being and 
you would already know that there was supernatural stuff, and that's how I would have figured it oh, out. Cool. So in real life, I'm a tech wizard. <laughs> in the tech world, I'm a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> so could we say that um, in all of these cyber uh, crimes that you guys did of the rich, um, one of the things that you took was a uh, like an access code for like a big physical vault, and you found a bunch of like cool like old shit that you were like, I'm gonna actually sell this stuff to get m- physical money, and yeah. that's where um, like you guys could have got some occulty stuff from. Like that could have been like the the mar- the startings of it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel like that book that I had in the game is based off of a book I have in real life. <laughs> Did Sinead steal it for you? Yeah. I, w- I would imagine. I still want that imp stone. The what? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. In some variety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what my artifact <laughs> was. <laughs> now we can literally do Dad's been on a hunting trip for a few <laughs> <Yeah>. days. <laughs> I like the flowchart idea. Yeah. It's very important to have. It does feel very Umbrella Academy, though, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that. That's very good. We find out later on Raph isn't the only one that just fucking appeared and yeah. was suddenly part of the family. Wild. Not in my not in my wildest dreams could I have predicted this outcome. I love that the quadruple thing actually came back around. So has it's so fun. <laughs> um so as you guys uh okay, I'm gonna go back and type in this real quick uh what age are you guys going to be do you want to be like because you guys were you guys were all like 20s 30s do we want to say late 20s well it's like is the virtual avatar would that have to be our actual age no no no. that's what i'm saying like that was a virtual avatar so like it would make sense that as quadruplets in this virtual world you went in as somebody that you were not because you guys were always the same fucking thing yeah so yeah, do you guys want to be like um, mid to late twenties, early thirties? What do you guys want to be? Yeah, we're all in our eighties. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> fuck, that's good. No, I'm joking. No, I want to be young enough to still be yeah. like kind of yeah. stupid. Yeah, we can fair. almost remember the actual fifties. Reckless <laughs> <Yeah>. twenty nine. <laughs> that's why you went back for that murder mystery yeah. because it was the closest to home. Yeah. Well, this is what mom and dad went through. <laughs> I remember when it was Shutter Creek, not Shutter Dale. <laughs> yeah, mid mid late twenties sounds like. I mean, f- speaking from experience, you still do stupid things. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, an irresponsible. 27 I think twenty eight. Twenty seven is a good one. Yeah, yeah. twenty seven sounds good. If we were twenty seven, it would mean that we were born this year. Oh shit! <laughs> Whoa. Somewhere like out, that. somewhere out there, right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's too good. <laughs> For the rest of the year, I'm going to be researching where quadruple, where triplets are born. Sinead has to rename her baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's now F3L1X. <laughs> All right, and last question. Just for my story building moving forward, uh, you need a common last name. Yeah, I was thinking. McCoyle. <laughs> no, something McCoyle. we I not claimed by intellectual property would be great. <laughs> I was just say I, I kind of like the Collinses. 
Is that that was those oh, those the ones Collins? who had the triplins, quadruplets in the game? Oh, but you all right with Hannah Collins? Collins, yeah. The Collins is Enoch right. Collins, Enoch Valentine, Enoch, Enoch e- the old Collins quad, Enoch W Valentine Collins. <laughs> what a not your birth name, yeah, yeah, what yeah. you adopted, <laughs> <laughs> and Raphael Collins. And Felix Collins, who insists on just being called Felix. All right. So um, you guys make your way back to your respective houses. We can discuss at a later date if you guys all live together or if you. We I mean, got you, to live together. You could, you could yeah. have a family home if you want. Like this can totally be like a Bruce Wayne situation and you have like the family estate. <laughs> um, I do have a very Gotham type picture of Shutterdale in my head. Um, so I'm totally fine with you guys having like, you know, family money and an estate and stuff like that. Either way, you guys are there uh, sleeping in your respective bedrooms um, and we share a bed throughout the night. Yes. <laughs> one big bed. One big one Charlie bed. Charlie makes off the back for a situation. One big bed. Oh, I finally get that joke. <laughs> <laughs> And all of you uh, throughout the night are uh, visited by this uh, this dream. Um, it's a replaying of the uh, the the scene where he cuts the cow. They come out of the cow, and then there's a quick encounter that uh, ultimately comes to an abrupt end. And you guys are just kind of floating there. And just kind of like almost like an out of body experience watching this occur and you can see yourselves all four of you just kind of around and as the fog settles you guys vanish out of nowhere but everything remains you see the fog slowly settling as the image uh, appears suddenly of uh, who you guys know as Ian, the guy who uh, runs the late shift during the weekdays at the uh, virtual reality um, cafe. Beers and burgers. <laughs> Beers and burgers. <laughs> he Thanks, appears Thanks, Rudy. <laughs> in his his regular clothes, uh, not dressed in 50s at all. Um, and is just kind of like looking around and you just see him audibly say that's weird this is not supposed to be two of these and he picks up this book and he looks at the book he opens the book and there's a purple flash and he kind of closes his eyes as the book vanishes and then he vanishes and then you guys drift back to sleep shortly after you guys are just not dreaming at all but you kind of come to in this half-sleep, half-waking moment as you look in your dark rooms towards the window and you see these vivid, glowing purple eyes um, kind of piercing through uh, the darkness. The light, the moonlight shining in through the window, uh, leaving the far corner of the room cast in dark shadow uh, as these purple eyes kind of pierce through and uh, the, the, the presence overwhelms you um, as this this almost otherworldly force is kind of imposing itself on you and 
you hear in your in your minds. Thank you. And you all kind of drift back to sleep. And that is where we're going to end session zero. Stressful. I'm fucking pumped. I love this. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, that took such a a swing with those histories. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was so excited for histories. That's why I wanted to get the histories done tonight. Yeah, yeah. Because it's going to change so fucking much. Yeah, it's, honestly, I think like histories, like histories, if they would incorporate it into like D and D, would make it so much better. Yeah, it really yeah. meshes a party. Yeah, 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 yeah. I dig it. Well, I mean, you guys were a mishmash of various socioeconomic, uh, um, varying aged, uh, some well worn, some a little better to do, uh, hodgepodge of people, and now you are. <laughs> Uh, four triplets. <laughs> four pieces of three. We're four triplets. You are, yeah, you are four thirds. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, everybody, for staying yeah. tuned. Hey. Rooney, thanks for sticking it out with us. Yeah, that was fun. We're learning for a new a system. Impact. We're learning. Oh man. Really pushed the quadruplet thing, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rooney's the fifth. And I'm quadruplet. totally here for it. Rooney is the she is the fifth third. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Rooney happy, is the fifth third. I'm happy we can do this thing where we record it and have a you know private live stream thing again because we, I like that. We yeah. we couldn't for a while because OBS updates ruined everything, but now it's now it's better. That's happening. Uh, yeah, this was super fun. Uh, unless we have anything else, I think that I think we'll call no. it a night here, right? Yep. The more uh, the more we play, um, we will uh, we will pick up this system uh, like it's second nature. Um, yep. We've only played it what most of us twice. Twice now. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's still a learning curve. It's an entirely new system to DM or to keep for me. So that's interesting and fun, but. Yeah. Uh, I love I love the narrative and story heavy aspect of it. Yeah, should be interesting. Uh, I'm looking forward to sweet. it, guys. Yeah. Hell yeah! All, all right. there's no we're not we're not live on Twitch, so there is no rating. So this is it. This is the end. <laughs> <laughs> thanks all for right, thanks for hanging out and watching. Uh, and but with that, we'll say good night. Uh, thanks for tuning all in, right. and we'll catch you, you all later on. Bye. I love you all. Thank you. I can't. I'm clicking on the wrong mouse, guys. God (laughs) damn it. Bye.